Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Hypersloth Happy Hour with your hosts, Zigzag and Rufus, coming to you live from planet Earth, courtesy of Smoke and Hits Records and Global Corp Industries. Now, grab a beer, put your feet up, and get ready for the Hypersloth Happy Hour. Never before have I turned on you when you look too good to me. To be, I think I cut me in two and I just can't let you be. But if the feet are all and a heart is dead, you can bet your life. Stakes are high and so am I. In the air tonight. <laughs> They call that Freudenscheider, right? <laughs> Dude, I don't. Yeah, I guess they probably do. I guess they, you know, uh, I've got a lot of Freudian things that I do. One of them is Freudenscheider, I guess. Oh wait, it's Scheidenfreude. Oh well, no, I got the other one though, so I'm good. I've got Freudenscheider, which is where other people like to watch me suffer instead. Well, and count me in. As a group. So, yeah, but uh, I guess it's Saturday night. We're going to have to get a new tune for a Saturday night show. We could do uh, anything but Ted Nugent's Saturday night um, song, which I think is called Jailbait. Correct? <laughs> is that he, he purposely only molests people 13 of age, 13 years of age on Saturday night. Well, it's, it's illegal on Saturdays, right? It's like the purge or uh, the tax-free weekend. The tax-free weekend? There is such a thing? You you don't have a tax-free weekend there? No. What the hell is a tax-free weekend? What? Usually it's whenever school starts. It's a tax-free weekend where you can buy anything and not pay sales tax. No. We have never had that. Wow. You what need is to leave. sales tax in Texas these days? It was 5% when I left. Is it still 5%? Uh, I think it's 8.25%. But you guys have no state income tax. Right. That's why we're back. Now, how does that work for you, though? After you get paid overseas, or how how exactly does that work? No, I get paid. We, we have an office here that cuts the checks. So, you know, oh, I, get do you really? I get American money from true red-blooded Americans. So you get money that's not really worth anything, but uh, it does spend freely at the Walmart. Yeah, I get I get half of the money I'm owed, and it's not worth anything. <laughs> awesome, the American way. Yeah, the American way. Hey, let me tell you about money. Rufus, I'm going to tell you a little story that happened to me on your precious Facebook marketplace. Are you familiar with this Facebook marketplace thing? Uh, vaguely, because I keep trying to push it down my throat, but I always ignore it. What is it? 
It's like well, a store it's like, for... It's like eBay on Facebook, right? That's... People are selling shit, and if there's shit in your area, it mm. kind of comes up on your feed, you know, and you can browse through other people's garbage is what it looks like to me. A lot I'll of it. it. I do that in real life. Like eBay. Like eBay. But so, uh, uh, you're so locked I'm up for a neighborhood. And right? Am okay. I still locked up? No, 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 you're good. So uh, I get on the marketplace. It sends me a thing. This lady's selling a, what looks like a pretty good golf cart for, she wants $2,000, right? A golf cart for 2000 Is that what they cost? Yeah, golf carts are pretty salty now. I've noticed now that I'm in the golf cart, uh, on the golf cart hunt. Wow. But uh, so I get in touch with the lady, right? This is I get in touch with this lady like five minutes after she posts this thing to go to be on sale. Okay. So I'm like, yep, I'm interested. How much would you take? Give me your bottom dollar, and let's get this fucking deal done. She's like, I'll take 1600 So I said, I'll be there tomorrow with the money at noon, okay? Oh, that, that was a pretty good comeback from her, I think. That, yeah, that I, I, dude, I thought it was more than fair. To be honest with you, I was fucking so excited. Mm-hmm. So the next day comes, and I load up my trailer, right? I got to drive like an hour to get to this place where this lady has this golf cart. Sure. So I start driving there. And she tells me, while I'm on my way there during the sour drive, she's not going to be home, but I can come meet her at this other place, right? Okay. Which is a restaurant where she'll be at, like, noon because she has some kind of meeting there. Okay? Sounding shifty. It's already sounding shifty. I agree with that 100%. I'm like, okay, I'll meet you there. It's only, like, five minutes from where we were going to originally meet. So I go to this place, and she's having some kind of meeting, but she comes out of the meeting for, like, one second. She's like, well... Uh, things got a little weird with the golf cart, she tells me. Okay. What the now, fuck this does is that mean? I thought, this is after I had thought I'd already made a deal for this to buy this fucking golf cart. I didn't see it. I'm just gonna buy it, right? No yeah. Okay. Yes, I'm gonna buy it. She's like, well, uh, my my husband accidentally told another guy that he could buy the golf cart for for sixteen hundred dollars too. What a coincidence, right? Yeah. So, the other guy is waiting at their house. All right. So I'm like, okay, well, let's go to the house and get this figured out. Well, I mean, obviously you know what they're doing. Cause there was actually supposed to be a third guy at some point that was going to join the fray, so to speak. What the fuck? Come on. Yeah, exactly. So they're hoping for some kind of bidding war, right? Bullshit. And I get there and the guy's sitting in his car. Well, they haven't told him any of this either. So he gets out of his truck. He sees me. He's sitting there with a trailer. He sees me drive up with a trailer. He rolls down when I was like, what the fuck, right? And I'm like, well, they told me this morning that I could buy. Well, they told me this morning I could buy. Well, I actually had beat the guy by an hour, by the way. Uh-huh. So we get in the garage. We're looking at the, the uh, golf cart. It's a pretty good golf cart. It's a good deal. I mean, there's no doubt this golf cart is a good deal, right? Sure. And the little guy, the little guy that uh, was selling the golf cart, they're, they're just waiting for the bidding war to start, right? What a douchebag. Okay. Yeah. These people are hoping to get a bunch of people together. That's probably why they're like 1600 bucks. They're hoping that they're going to get like three grand. Uh, Who the fuck knows? So this guy. How like, are you, oh, were you fuming? You had to be internally. I, I was pretty mad. I was pretty mad, okay. but I, I, luckily I had indulged in some marijuana earlier in the day, so I wasn't in a totally bad mood. But I'm like, you know, this is bullshit. I'm not going to lie. I was like, this is bullshit. I wasn't as mad as the other guy was, right? Right. So the other guy's like, I'll go 1800 and I said, I'll go 1850. And the guy's like, well, I'm not going any bigger than 1800. And then I 
thought to myself, I'm like, fuck that, dude. I said, I will flip you for this golf cart for $1,600. Right? <laughs> I said, I'm going to buy it for $1,850, but I'm going to give you a chance to get this golf cart for $1,600, and I could get it for $1,600, but we're going to flip for it because these fucking assholes aren't getting any more money. That's right? awesome. I'm like, one of us is getting this for fucking $1,600. That's and I awesome. Had, the guy didn't understand what I was saying for like five minutes, and I'm like, no, what I'm saying is, Either I'm going to buy it for eighteen fifty because you won't go over fucking eighteen hundred dollars, right. but I'm giving you a chance to fucking win this thing for sixteen hundred dollars, or I'm paying sixteen hundred dollars. And and in turn sticking it to those yeah, and sticking to make it to these money. fucking people, right? And the guy, the little guy that was selling, he was like a shrimpy little Asian guy, and I'm not. This has nothing to do with Asian people or whatever, but he was like, he was like four foot eleven, right? So he wasn't like going to overpower us or do anything to like make us pay more they call them proms so i'm like i'll flip it you know he's like all right my quarter the guy finally gets the guy to go with it the little guy selling the thing that like all the color went out of his face do you live in a movie do you live in a movie (laughs) well i mean i love i think it's a good story i really i'm not paying for it and i feel like you know they fucked this guy too he drove farther than i did to fucking pick this thing up Uh. Damn. One of us is getting it for sixteen hundred bucks. He he got the, he said my quarter. He let his buddy. He brought a little buddy with him too, right? <laughs> buddy. Who, who I said go ahead and call it heads or tails. I don't fucking. Well, no, they let me call it. I said heads. His buddy flipped it, right? Can't believe this happened in real life. Unfortunately, it was tails, and I did uh-huh. not get the the thing. But I mean, I had a fifty fifty chance. Whatever. It's fair. And I said, all right, I'm going to stand here while you pay the guy $1,600, and I'm going to help you load this thing up and get out of here. Because I didn't want him being like, oh, no, we're not going to sell it to you now. You know what I mean? Right. And the guy loaded it up, and he's like, man, I like your plan. He wanted to take me out to fucking dinner. He's like, let me buy you dinner. And I'm like, no, no, go ahead. Get back. You know, enjoy your enjoy your golf cart. I was I was like, fuck these people. That is such bullshit. I mean, exactly. that's bullshit. You are guaranteed a fucking place in heaven. I swear to God. I think that was a fair thing to do to that guy. That was, a, that? that was a super fair thing to do the, to that other guy, or to do with that other guy, really, who showed up, and to do to the guy who was trying to scam both of you guys. I agree with that. that I was so proud of myself. I couldn't wait to get home and tell my wife, and she didn't think it was interesting as my buddies did. Like yourself. Dude. They understood that I stuck it to those people. I've been like binge watching. I've been binge watching Better Call Saul, and that is like a scene at a Better Call Saul, where you stuck it to the guy trying to scam everybody, but you somehow managed to help one of the guys who needed right. help. I mean, it was it was a fair deal. It was fair all the way around. Wow. I think it? the guy that I was going against was so shocked that I kind of put that opportunity out there and was like, "I'm going to be fair. I'm not going to be a fucking dick, right? I could buy the right. thing." Right now, but I think you got fucked. I got fucked. Let's flip for it. That's so cool, man. That's so awesome. I'm just so glad those other people didn't get one fucking more dime than they thought they were going to get for that fucking thing. And they, I, I think they were trying to get it to like two or three, two twenty five hundred maybe. Yeah, fuck though. That's some shifty shit, right that there. That was some shifty shit. You're a role model. You're a role I model. I am a zigzag, Rufus. I think I you are. I Absolutely. It. I just think that is is repeat a repeat worthy story. By the way. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, Better Call Saul. What are you thinking? What, what is your take on Better Call Saul these days? I think it's great. I love it. Um, 
we're now caught up to the point where we're watching the AMC episodes. But you're not caught up like the six episodes that have happened this season. We're in those, yeah, but we have not caught up to like being very current. But still, uh, you know, we watched the first, I guess, three seasons on Netflix, and you can just zip right through them. But whenever you watch the rest on Netflix or on AMC, you get into commercials that you can't skip, and that's weird. Feels weird. Yeah, you've been spoiled. Like I told you, you would be sad the day that you caught up to the ones that now you wait till you have to wait a week to see a fucking episode. That's you almost forget. Yeah, you know, I, I don't think I'd mind waiting a week because I dig the suspense. But the commercials breaking up the episode is weird. But I also have to hand it to them because I presume that the first seasons were on AMC, too, before they got the Netflix and they had commercials then. And none of those, when you watch those, when you binge watch those, you don't see the spots where commercials might have been. Right, they're edited out completely. Right. Well, they probably just upload them without commercials, I would imagine. But, uh... So do you think it's going to get to the point where they bring back Walter White and Jesse? I mean, is it going to go that kind of route? I mean, I guess you would know if Brian Cranston would be on the set somewhere. I mean, surely someone would leak something like that. I I don't think Brian Cranston will, but I did happen happen upon, I kind of regret it now, there is a scene at least between um, Jimmy McGill and jesse's parents i don't know if jesse shows up yeah give me one second ruben you're getting a lacroix no actually uh the cat insisted on being in for the beginning of the show and as usual five minutes into the show the cat went out of the studio so fickle so fickle these cats are. Very fickle. As soon as I wouldn't let it up in front of me to, like, be in the camera shot and on the mic, it was like, fuck this, dude. This is my show. And then you didn't see it. There's a little behind-the-scenes power struggle right here, and I had to have the cat escorted out. Cats are divas. <laughs> escorted out of the, the thing. Now, what did you think about that thing with Elon Musk? Did you see that, that Tesla's stock dropped 20 fucking dollars? Because he took a hit off that fucking joint. That is the stupidest thing I've ever fucking seen in my life. Yeah, that is that is pretty stupid. I've, all the hype and the headlines and the news stories about it are ridiculous because I haven't seen the video yet. I just started listening to the podcast, but in the car today, and I've only barely graced, graced the surface. Is that how you yeah, say that? Too, actually. Um, but apparently from what I've read from other people – that he didn't even, it's not like he really smoked a joint or a blunt or whatever. He just like took one hit and didn't even really like get into he it. Really he really did like, inhale it. And it was so fucking stupid. But I mean, I'm like, I was probably more disturbed that he just didn't inhale it. Who fucking cares, dude? You're a self-made guy. You know what I mean? It's yeah. legal where you're at. What can they do? I mean, they can't, would you rather have him, I don't know, addicted to Oxycontin or something? I mean, the guy's strange anyways. To say the least. Wait, he might be. He's he's said some pretty wacky shit lately, so he might be on guard just personally. Like, I just want to make sure that I don't fuck anything else up. But you, I'm kind of in your boat too, though. I'm like, dude, if I was a billionaire, I wouldn't give a flying fuck what anybody thought about anything. Well, <laughs> I mean, know? what can they do to him? Okay, your shareholders or whatever, you've already returned so much fucking money with that stock. I mean, it started out at sixty bucks. It's a what? Mm-hmm. 400, 300, something fucking outrageous. 
You know, I mean, you're the leader of the company. Big deal. And I guess the CFO resigned, too. Did you see that? No, I didn't. Yeah, the CFO resigned. But, I mean, you know, all that shit is like a perfect out for somebody that's looking to fucking get out anyways. He'd only been there a month. And he's like, well, just too many Uh, negative headlines for this stock or whatever. Because I guess a month ago he said he would take the company private at 420. I mean, these are all pot references. I mean, 420, (laughs) that's a magic fucking number. I mean, okay. Look at you. Look at you, Elon Musk. What are you doing there? I'm the whole package. Like I was telling you, we're the whole package. We're we're, uh, pot smokers. We're brilliant. And we're fucking funny. We're personal. The guy, to watch him on that Joe Rogan experience was so fucking painful. He's an it's it, he's an alien. I think he might be from another place because he does be. not, or or he's a robot because he does not talk normally, and he has a good sense of humor, but it comes off like like he's confused. Like he's confused. Like, is this a joke a human might like? I will try to execute it. Exactly. You know? Well, and then I told you that I saw online that he like is always at like the, I don't know if it's the Tesla headquarters, wherever he's at, you know what I mean? I follow him on Instagram, but um, he's always like sleeping at the office. He like stays there all the fucking time and like finds a desk and just crawls up under a desk and takes a fucking nap in the middle of the day. Cause he's up all fucking night. He's an eccentric motherfucker. He man. really is. I mean, they're kind of comparing him to Howard Hughes now. Really? That's what uh, I, that's what I, that I, if he's not Howard Hughes now, he he's heading in that direction for sure. He's gonna make a plane out of wood and and wear Kleenex, Kleenex boxes say, on his feet. I, I wonder what he'll wear on his feet. I'm thinking something more like uh, those plastic hairnet things on his feet instead of Kleenex boxes, since Kleenex's boxes have been done. Yeah, that's that's true. He'll want to do something. They'll be battery powered. Right? Yeah, they'll light up. They'll have LEDs in them that uh, help help you see where you're going in the dark. No, I, 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 this, is what, this is what Elon, Elon, if you're listening to the Hypersloth Happy Hour, I'm going to tell you to invent this. And I think he is. appreciate this. The self-unclogging toilet. Why has that not been fucking invented? You're talking about just a couple of fucking jets of water that could shoot down the back of the pipe, right? Close off yeah. the fucking front hole, right, where the shit goes down. Have something that closes that off. And then fucking jettison some fucking water down the tube, and clean it out. Well, there you go, Zigzag. If well, somebody else wasn't going to steal it, now Elon Musk is, is one of the guys taking Zigzag ideas. Well, I mean, my guess is that whatever spaceship that he came in on, it probably had something like that. I'm sure they have excellent toilets. Maybe like they have like a generator in the middle of the shit tube that, like, burns the shit and the piss <laughs> up to, like, 20,000 fucking degrees so it never gets clogged. It, just, it gets jettisoned into the fourth dimension. <laughs> That's what we're eventually going to do. As soon as we figure that out, what I saw was actually we're just going to take all the shit and garbage to Mars and leave it there. Well, fuck it, a. it's a whole planet with nothing else on it. Yeah, I mean, what would be easier? We just uh, take the shit there, right, and then we don't have to move all the people or build a fucking habitat. They just need garbage barges. They'll probably like something they had on Star Wars, I would imagine, just a garbage barge <laughs> traveling through outer space. I would love to pilot a, a garbage barge in space. I can see you. You you'd be the perfect character for a garbage barge pilot. I would do. I would even start smoking like stumpy cigars just to be that guy. You would have. You know who you would remind me of? The the uh, guy on Top Gun, 
the little rich guy. The guy who's like their sergeant that smokes that little tiny cigar. Maverick, <laughs> don't you fly by or whatever. I don't want to be Maverick. Maverick. You know the guy I'm talking about, the little bald guy? Yeah, thanks. I always thought of myself as Maverick. Oh, well, sorry about that. Well. Because the sad part is, dude, I'm kind of Maverick. You're like goose at best. <laughs> I'm the guy who bumps my head on the fucking uh, the top of the yeah. deal and gets killed. I don't even know how to get ejected from a fucking airplane going 600 Ooh. miles an hour correctly. So You've got to take off the top before you hit eject. After I accidentally went into a flat spin to <laughs> try to take your life. And all because you wanted to flip the plane over to flip off a, a Russian. Really? It was because I wanted to get in your wife's pants. Let's make it is what it is, Rufus. Oh, man. Because she looked pretty good, and I got all bonered up looking at her doing that little song and dance with you at the bar when you were still alive playing whatever song you were playing on the piano. That's not the first time I've heard that. You were sexy, let me tell you. Oh. I was supposed to give you mouth to mouth in that scene, but I decided not to. They don't call me goose for nothing. That's right. I don't know what that means. I I, I, I think you got well. a good idea. You're like the Aflac duck. Well, Here's I, I, a joke that I made up the other day, and I don't know if it's funny or not, but I seem to get a kick out of it. It's not very – it's kind of uh, a poor – I don't want to say that it's – it's not racial, so to speak, but here it goes anyways. It is kind okay. of racial, but not perfectly. Uh, are you I'll ready? T- I will tell you if it's funny. Yeah. Okay. Let me have it. Um, what kind of baby is Kim Kardashian going to have next? Uh, a – I don't know what. Half black. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Tell me that's not quality. <laughs> Wow. Oh, wow. I mean, it's it's not a racial joke, per se, is it? It's kind of a play on a TV commercial about Aflac, more than anything. I mean, because it's a true statement. So, it is. So it's not racially motivated, right? You could twist that. It's not a, twist it. You could apply that to many other people, like Obama's had. Like, you could say, like, what insurance does Obama have? Aflac. <laughs> nice. I like it. That's a good one, Rufus. <laughs> that was my best Obama. I caught it. That was pretty good. Thank you. I mean, I'm, I'm gonna. I, I do that in a couple of series that you don't know about. Oh. One's called "What's the Next." What was the last president? Half black. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh, come on! You're laughing at it. I mean, it's kind of funny, isn't it? It's it funny because it's true. These are genuine laughs. Those, I appreciate that. Better than I, that. I knew it was almost a genuinely good one when my wife kind of gave it a half genuine laugh. <laughs> and then and that was in poor taste. And I said, you don't know comedy. I slapped her around a little bit. She wasn't laughing then. Nope. They never do. Usually until they regain consciousness. Hard to laugh when your mouth is swollen shut. <laughs> We need help. Honestly, we do. So, wait, what do you think about I, – I have a question for you. Speaking of uh, what we considered maybe a racially charged joke, which really wasn't because it was true, is uh, what do you think of them getting rid of Alex Jones on uh, 
Twitter and all. I mean, he's been removed from everything. I mean, is that a speech violation or I don't know. You have I mean, I don't know that if I have a, a valid opinion on it because I never really followed or listened to his shit. I mean, I know he's outrageous and just a lot of fact, wacky shit, but I don't like the idea of. Well, on the one hand, I don't like the idea of people being censored, you know, and like right. being removed from certain platforms. But on the other hand, I mean, these are private companies. It's not like the government's coming in and saying, That's take them off. So. Well. That's right. I mean, you don't wear a shirt to McDonald's. They can kick you out. Right. right. So I think it sucks, I, I guess. I mean, I don't like I said, I don't listen to them, so I don't know what I'm missing. But uh, I, w- I think that if I ran Twitter... I don't think I'd kick him off, but I would think of something to do that, like, maybe come up with a, a, a flag or a moniker for shit like that that I don't fucking like know. Like a don't take this seriously type thing or this guy. It could just be, like, a straight jacket, like a little straight jacket in the corner. is like, this guy obviously is fucking insane. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Honestly, if I ran Twitter, I wouldn't do a fucking thing. Yeah, you just leave it, let him fly. Just be like, this is an open fucking door to whatever the fuck you want. Piss them off. You know what I mean? Otherwise, I think they would probably let it fly. But at some point, I would say that somehow it started to affect what they're doing. On well, their... It's a bandwagon thing, you know? Somebody did it. YouTube did it, and so right. now it's become big news. And they're like, oh, you got to do it now. Well, YouTube people... gets rid of all the fucking pot channels, all that kind of stuff, too. I mean, it really is. Facebook is starting to censor shit. I mean, really? They can shut us down. It's 1984, man. It, it is in a weird way, and because in a, if you think about it, probably they want to get rid of people like Alex Jones because before you had your whack job conspiracy people that probably met down at the corner bar or whatever and talked about conspiracies, but mm-hmm. now there's such a fucking wide platform that you can tell people these fucking cockamamie conspiracies and the fucking crazies just come out of the fucking word woodwork and latch on to them. Well, you got awesome. You know, I mean, whatever, but you know, it's my neighbor, my neighbor, Ron, the, the Vietnam guy. Believing in Jesus. If you think about it though, I mean, that's kind of a cockamamie conspiracy in a weird way. You know what what's, I mean? What's that? You broke up a bit. Oh, I said, it's no different than thinking of Jesus or whatever. I mean, if that was just kind of a cockamamie conspiracy at one point. Yeah. Everything's a conspiracy. Everybody's wanting to achieve something, right? Whoa, that was deep, Rufus. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> oh, man, I'll be marinating on that the rest of the weekend. <laughs> Luckily, it's only about 18 hours long. I, I've got to know, man. What do you need a golf cart for? Oh, I was just going <laughs> to walk around my neighborhood in a fucking golf cart. Is that right? Really? Yeah. yeah, well, they just paved like a new part of my neighborhood. That's so awesome. it goes around pretty far now, right? Before it was just like two little dead ends. But now there's like a whole other part of the neighborhood where they haven't built any houses or anything. And I thought, man, if I had a golf cart, I would just go fucking tool around. Now I have a four-wheeler, right? Yeah. But if I wanted to take my daughter like back on these streets or we just drive around goofing out or my wife or whatever, because there's good spots back there to, to like look at stars and shit. Oh, cool. Because it's so dark, but now it's, it's paved and you can easily get to it. And, uh... There was a meteor shower a couple weeks ago, right? Are you familiar with that? Did you know there was a meteor shower? I did not, and I regret it now. Wow, I saw really two good fucking meteors, dude. Like, I mean, 
I always thought of like a shooting star as like a little tiny thing you see blip across the sky, right, with a little trail behind yeah. it. These fucking things were like fireworks lighting up the sky. Really? Did I ever tell you one time, dude, me and my wife were sitting in our backyard. This is when we first moved into our house here, and it's completely dark out where we live. Probably like out by where you live. I'm guessing yeah. it's pretty dark. Yeah, it is. And we're sitting on the back porch at like 11 o'clock at night, and we just be happen to look in the same direction, right, over across there's a neighbor's house, you know, but they didn't have any lights on or anything. And we saw this huge, you, you know that thing that like broke the sky a couple of years ago in Russia? And like, yeah, I do. And shit. I remember that. Yeah. Right. I mean, it wasn't that bright, but it was so fucking bright, dude. It, it was like in my, to, to my eye, this thing looked as big as a fucking baseball. Damn. Green across the fucking sky. Right. And it goes and it arcs. And it's like me and my wife were sitting there. We both saw it and we were waiting for something to fucking crash to like hear like a boom. Right. Because right? it looked like it was tumbling out of the fucking sky. Then we didn't ever hear anything, and I was like, holy shit, can you believe that? She's like, I can't. And we got online. I got online, right? This is 2006, so it, the internet wasn't like it is today, but there's, like, yeah. places where people are, like, reporting shit that they saw fly across the sky. I mean, you might be familiar with those with your UFO stuff, but there was some other people in Texas, like, four or five other people that saw this fucking thing fall Damn. out of the sky at the exact same fucking time as us. And then I was like, damn, dude, think how often that might happen, and nobody ever fucking sees it. You know what I oh, mean? Oh, yeah, all the time. All the time, I'm I sure. Like, I mean, seriously, I was waiting for, like, a huge boom. So much so that the next day I went and drove around, like, back in the woods by where I lived, thinking there might be a meteor or something fucking back there. Well, shit, there could be. Yeah, I mean, really, there could. Not I didn't find it, unfortunately. I think I've read that there's, like, uh... God, I'm going to say like 10 tons of fucking meteorites that fall to Earth every goddamn day. But, it, you know, thank God they get they get burned no up in the atmosphere. It. You know what I mean? How do you not – you'd think that one would crash through someone's fucking house every fucking minute or hit someone on the fucking head. Well, it's the atmosphere. It burns them up. That's oh, I know, but it doesn't burn all of them up. I mean, some of them make it to Earth. Yeah, some do. And then, you know what? In all honesty, when I was looking for this thing, I was like, what if I did find it? I would be afraid to touch it because of that Stephen King novel. The, the, uh, he touches that thing. He's like, meteor shit. And he gets that fucking hair yeah. thrown all over him. Dude, the other day, I swear to God, this is kind of weird you bring this up. I get a package from my mom in the mail. And there's an envelope. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? And I open it up. And she's like, I found this. It was mine, but I think you might like it. Was it a bomb? No. Oh, fucking A, I wish. It was the uh, this comic book from the 80s that was The Creep Show. It was the oh, comic yeah. book, I had the that. promotional thing from that movie, and I've got I it. I had that. It's a shed right now. No and it's, got that, it's got that whole one where that skeleton guy comes back. I and then that. I literally had that exact fucking comic book. I remember cool. I bought it in a place called Alex Drugstore. Remember that one where Ted Danson and his wife were like buried up to their neck in the yeah, beach with the, the tide coming in and the cameras on them? TV. <laughs> and uh, fucking Leslie Nielsen from Naked Gun was the bad guy in that. Yeah, I, I've watched that every time. Like a random Saturday, that fucking thing will be on. And I, I watch it every fucking time. It's gold. It really is gold. I mean, Stephen King, he's fucking gold. I, I mean... He is gold. He is... Man, he's uh, fucking crazy. I mean, I've read a lot of his books. A lot I can't make it through just because they're so fucking huge and dense. 
Did you, he goes, did you see the movie It? The new one? Yeah. No. Did my, you see the old one? Oh, I, yeah, I just saw the old one on TV. Was it scary? I've never seen either of them. No, my son started watching the old one, the old TV series, miniseries, I guess, uh, right. a couple of months ago, and he was like, this is like a Goosebumps episode, you know? It's not that great. He's like, can well, we watch the new cool. one? Yeah. And uh, the new one's supposed to be, like, scary as fuck, like, right. really intense. And he really wants to see it. And I said, no, let, let me watch it first just to make sure. But I'm, I'm kind of lazy, so I think we'll just probably just watch it together. Right. We haven't seen it yet. Well, you know what's weird is I was uh, – one time I was standing out in front of my office, like, three or four years ago. And this, like, random homeless dude was walking by, right? And I was throwing something out in the trash can. This guy just starts talking to me, right? And then I was like, okay, seems like almost an intelligent guy. You know, I mean, he was ratty looking and gross or whatever, but we were having a pretty decent conversation. And sure. he goes, check this out. Dude, this is a fucking true story. He goes, check this out. He opens up his backpack and he pulls out a fucking what he said was a meteor. Okay. Right? This thing looked like a, it was like a flat disc of metal. Not flat, but like a disc of metal. And it had some fucking strange scratches on it and shit. And he's like, I'll sell it to you for 400 bucks. <laughs> really? Yeah. And I was thinking, man. He's like, I swear to God, dude, this is a real fucking meter. He told me where it came from and all this shit. And I'm like, fucking. And then I was like, no, thanks. Because I thought, this guy's probably trying to pull some fucking scam on me. Now I wish I would have just paid the 400 bucks just to fucking see if that thing was a fucking meteor. You know what I mean? Yeah, I've heard this story before. You know who that was? Who was it? Elon Musk. Was it? I think it was. How long has he been famous? Just a couple of years, right? Yeah, he told that on the uh, Joe Rogan podcast about how he tried to scan this one schmuck. He said schmuck. Turns out he really didn't own PayPal, dude. He had four million of those fucking rocks made, and he made like a hundred and sixty million dollars selling them. You know what? He never owned PayPal. I listened to a this awesome new podcast called uh, Business Wars, and it talks about the uh, business wars between like two major brands. And one of them that I listened to recently was uh, PayPal and eBay. And he was hired on, like, well into PayPal's life to manage it. Really? And he started fucking shit up, and they were like, get this motherfucker out of here now. Are you serious? Yeah. So what they do, give him a big golden parachute just to fucking get rid of him? I mean, didn't he make, like, fucking uh, half a billion dollars on that deal? They convinced somebody who left that they brought Elon Musk in to fill his shoes. They were like, you've got to come. Please, for the love of God, you've got to come back. And they're like, he was like, okay, I'll do it. And so they brought that guy back. They're just like, Elon Musk, you're out. Here's your severance package. You can take all the stock or whatever. But Right, and the stock was worth a shitload at that fucking point. Yeah. So he is kind of a fuck-up. He's a fuck-up with a lot of money, so that means right. that, like, I mean, I'm a fuck-up. I mean... If you had a lot of money, dude, you could throw a million fucking ideas at the wall, and if two of them fucking stick, right. you're fucking good to go. If I fuck up 98% of the time... That's okay if I'm a billionaire because that 1% is going to make me another billion dollars. Did you ever watch that uh, that PBS thing on Frontline that I sent you that was about that, the secret of whatever that mansion was where that guy fucking... I did. That was fucking insane. How crazy is that fucking story? How is that not a movie? How has that not been made into a fucking movie? How was that not taught from like elementary school through high school? I know. It needs to be a history, part of a history lesson. I mean, the guy fucking won World War II, basically. 
I don't see why his that guy's name, and I forget it now, which is unfortunate, but it, it's kind of why we're talking about it. Like, why he's not mentioned with, like, Edison and Einstein. Oh, I, you're right. You're and absolutely Fermi right. And all these other guys who fucking pioneered all this shit. You're absolutely right. Because, I mean, the weird part is he called the fucking stock market basically beginning to end from 1921 mm-hmm. all the way to the fucking when it took a crash, all by doing some fucking math in his head, yeah. basically. I mean... How insane is that? And then, like, a month later, it fucking – well, I mean, he told the brother-in-law to start taking the money out, like, 18 months before it crashed, right, when it was at its peak. And he's like, yep, this is going down in the next fucking year. And he called it to almost the fucking day. How insane is that? I mean, this guy – I don't know, dude. If if you believe in, like I was telling you about uh, Martians just putting waves through your head to fucking, like, have ideas come through – this guy is like the perfect example, if maybe that is possible, because he came up with so much random shit that you're like, what the fuck? I mean, he came up with a better way to aim a gun, right, to drop munitions oh, on yeah. people. Then he came up with a way to fucking invent radar and make it better so it could track a plane in the sky and shoot it down while it's fucking moving. That's nuts. <laughs> that, because... For that time period? That's insane, using some wires and a fucking coil? Remember the... The British have been working on that, and they couldn't fucking figure it out. And then the Americans were like, okay, we're in the war. Give us all your shit. And right. The British gave it to him, and he's like, okay, we're on it. And it's it's not just a plane. that We shoot like a rocket. <laughs> right, yeah. And it just, boop, knock it out of the sky. That's I mean, nuts. they're still using the fucking technology today. No computers. Today. It was just radar. I don't know. That's a fucking great story, dude. If we had a million dollars, I'd buy the rights to fucking make that a movie because I don't understand how no one has made that a movie. That was probably the most compelling fucking frontline I've ever seen in my life. I have Tuxedo to. Tuxedo Park. That's what the place was called, right? It was the secret of Tuxedo Park. Yeah, Tuxedo Park. That was it. That was. I haven't seen a lot of frontline, but in all, that was one of the really the the best one of the best and most intriguing like eye opening documentaries I've ever. I mean, I literally. Knew nothing about any of it when I went into it. When you go in knowing nothing about it and then come out asking, why the fuck did I know nothing about this? Yeah, that's exactly how I thought. That's a crazy documentary. How is that not in every fucking history book? You know what I mean? It's almost criminal. I mean, I I guess it's probably overshadowed by uh, Hiroshima, maybe, for World War II. You know what I mean? I guess, but even... I mean, they mentioned patent and... Uh, oh, my God, he had, like, 200 patents. Oh, yeah, he was doing patents all the fucking time. You know, he, to me, that almost seemed like the guy that was, like, maybe the original James Bond or something. You know what I mean? He's, like, super suave, but then he was cheating on his wife, and he had his wife put in that institution. And then I'm like, man, this guy really is starting to make sense. Well, th- that was the thing about the guy, and it kind of makes you wonder about all these dudes like Elon Musk, because he was, like, socially awkward. inept and kind of awkward and stuff and didn't really – I wish I could have – you know, I'm socially inept and awkward, and I would like my wife to be in a mental institution, but I'm not brilliant. I'm lacking uh, that yeah, part. I think you're selling yourself a little bit short. I, I would say that you're brilliant yet underfunded, would say, Just, is, what wow. I would say was your problem. Brilliant, but underfunded. Damn, I like that. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I think that we both are probably brilliant, yet underfunded. I am, like, for if sure. If we could work on a sketch for a fucking uh, 
Thanks. I appreciate that. All right. I'm halfway, I'm a halfwit yet still underfunded. You're not a halfwit. You're uh, overfunded, but you need to give it to me. because. <laughs> yes, a quarter wit. You're a one-sixteenth wit. Yeah, oh, well. Better than a, di- a dimwit, I guess. <laughs> or is that lower than a dimwit? Maybe a dimwit's like a .25 bulb strength. Well, yeah, yeah, I think so. All right. I'm a knucklehead. Let's just go ahead and say it. I'm an underfunded, underfunded knucklehead. I'm going to have a shirt made that says that. You should. You should. I like the word knucklehead. I don't have I, any I, problem with that word. I, I don't either. I like it too. Where, Where do you think that comes from? I don't know. What do, what's, oh, is that your knuckle? Yeah, that's my knuckle. I guess it's like a flat face or a pointy face. I'm trying to make a face out of just a knuckle. You knucklehead. <laughs> I guess the knucklehead is because a, a, bra- a knuckle has no brain in it. So you, if you're a knucklehead, you have no brains. You have the knuckles of a 20-year-old man. I must Thank admit. you very much. I worked them out, and I, I actually, they're manscaped. Oh, you manscape your knuckles? I do. Wow. You like that? I do. A lot more than I thought I would. <laughs> a lot of people do. A lot of people are caught off guard by the manscaped knuckles, and they're like, oh, yeah, no. Now I get it. Whenever you're passing over a credit card to pay for a pizza or something, do a... The cashiers ever just pause and gaze at your knuckles? They and... do. A lot of times I'll get someone ask me for a second look at my knuckles. Do they ever call their friends over and say, break out your cell phones? You gotta get a... Can I get a selfie yeah, with your knuckles? Like, selfie with my knuckle, exactly. That's why I don't like to wear gloves. And when I do, I wear those ones that like have the knuckle holes. <laughs> they they make wear gloves that have the... For me. the knuckles cut out like the the assless chaps it's exactly the same thing dude I, you know and I, i'll tell you what i like to shine up and, and wax my knuckles on a <laughs> a weekly basis i've got a knuckle guy let's just say that a knuckle guy wow so uh how's the weekend going so far rufus so far so good it's the first weekend since uh, last weekend that I've been able to, like, wow, I spent Saturday, like, not working and relaxing. Oh, my nice. God, that's right. What's going on with the uh, with the website? It's going good. I got an email from somebody important just today that oh, yeah? the big important person saw it yesterday for the first time and was so excited that he wanted to immediately talk about it on his morning radio show nice. with nine, 9 million listeners. So did you, were you to live on this radio show? Oh, no. No, I mean, he just wanted to mention the website. I won't be on the show or get anything extra out of it, but. If you did, would you say something about Hypersloth? Would you just sneak it in there or not? Uh, yes. Because yeah. I thought about calling the Howard Stern show and just yelling out Hypersloth. Uh, yellow hypersoft.me though yes so i know because well we do own hypersoft.com do we not uh we did do we now uh i hope we still do yes i will have to kill you because these other douchebags on this facebook band did you get a chance to watch hyper sloth Whew. yeah hypersoft.com redirects to hypersoft.me so we do thank own it you. thank you did you get a chance to see the other hypersloth, the guy that tried me to get to take down that link on that someone tagged us on their event? I didn't. I just trusted that you said they sound like shit. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, 
Unfortunately, it's incredibly bad. Is it really incredibly bad? It it really is, dude. It's like, you know, it's like metal with a chick singer. That's never good. It's never, has that, I mean, really, let's think back. Has that competition ever worked? Do you ever think that you could possibly be the first band, metal band with a chick singer that's going to fucking break through? It's because the chick singer tries too hard. There was a buddy of mine that I worked with in uh, 2005 through 2007. We're still good friends. In fact, we uh, jam together a lot. But he was he's a heavy metal guy. He's into, like, you know, heavy metal, Metallica stuff. And, and newer metal than that. And at one point, he started a new band, or he joined a new band. He auditioned and got into it. And they had a, a chick singer. And they cut this... CD that was sounded fucking great. And he said, you've got to hear a new CD. And I was like, great. And I listened to it and it really sounded fantastic. But the chick singer was just like, just didn't singer. work. Right. And you know she, what? She, she shouldn't sing metal. I mean, I, remember Lita Ford. Would, would you consider Lita Ford a metal singer? She was just like a hard rock. I think there's a difference between metal and hard rock. Yeah, I think so. there's definitely a difference between like what metal is considered now than what metal was in the '80s. But uh, the, the only song I know Lita Ford is the one she did with Ozzy Osbourne. What song is that? Oh God, I don't fucking know. They played on the classic rock station all the time. Do they still? Yeah. Huh. Close your eyes forever. Do close your eyes forever. It's a fucking stupid metal ballad. That's a power ballad. Power ballad, that's it. Yes, it is. And it's a, it's a duet, which makes it even worse. Now, you know what? In getting pre- prepared for our, our uh, Tenacious D visit. I can't I fucking watched, wait, dude. I, I was seriously. watching some Tenacious D videos last night. Because I, I actually I was going through their set list, right? Okay. Because I was going to see what they played recently. Because I'm like, I don't want them to play their rock opera. I love the D. Don't get me wrong, I'm sure the rock opera is brilliant, but I am not in the mood to sit through a rock opera. I get it, I get it, yes. So I was checking out their uh, their set list, and there were some songs on there that I didn't recognize, but they ne- not necessarily were part of the rock opera, they were some older stuff that I had never seen, and they have a song called Kickapoo, right? Okay, Kickapoo, got it. With this song? I know the name, but I don't think I've heard it. And it's kind of a story about young Jack Black, right? Okay. They, they made a video out of it, and I swear the guy in the video is fucking Meatloaf as the dad, as Jack Black's dad. But I may have seen that video. You, you did see it? it. I, I may have. That That's starting to ring a bell. Very fuzzy bell. And I don't know if that was Meatloaf uh, in the video. I mean, would you Google that real quick? For some reason, my screen has gone black. Can you see me? No, I cannot see anything. Oh, damn. I feel bad for you. I do, too. Tenacious D. Kickapoo. Kickapoo video. All right. Here we go. I'll just like meatloaf. I'll cut to the chase. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Just, just Google meatloaf in the video. Meatloaf kickapoo probably would work. Meatloaf's epic cameo in Tenacious D. It was Meatloaf. Oh, wait, in the pick of Destiny. Oh, I wonder if he was in Kickapoo too then. I don't know. Now uh, now check and see if Ronnie James Dio was in Kickapoo. Because didn't he die recently? Uh, a couple of years ago, yeah. Yeah, I, I want to know if that, because they had 
Jack Black talking to a poster on the wall when he was a kid, and the, he like is like, lead me, Dio, or tell me what to do, Dio, and Dio comes alive yep. in the poster. Was it really Gerardi James, huh? There's three videos that came up, Tenacious D featuring Dio, Kickapoo. Right. It was him. I'll be darned. Let me try meatloaf again. I said that to my mom in junior high. Let me try the meatloaf again. Did I ever tell you about the first time I ever got really, really high? Uh, I don't think so. I was 17 years old, right? And uh, I had smoked a joint before with some people, but I really didn't get high, like real, like normal, like how you feel when you're high. Because I think a lot of people don't get high the first time that they smoke weed. And uh, so this is the, and I'm like, okay, yeah, sure, of course I can smoke this joint with this guy. It doesn't do anything to me, right? So I smoked Uh-oh. this joint with these guys. And it's time to go home for dinner, right? So I go home, and my mom's got a meatloaf, right, with all the fixings, like potatoes, carrots, green beans, the whole, you know, like an all-American meatloaf dinner. And we sit down to eat, dude, and I practically eat this whole fucking meatloaf and all the trimmings my fucking self. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) My mom's like, what is wrong with you? I'm like, I'm just hungry. And I seriously yeah. So it was like one of those classic after school specials where like something's different. They kind of reminds me of the first time that I bought a flask and I was probably 20 something and I bought a flask just because I was like flasks are cool. I'll get a flask. You decided that day you were an alcoholic. I, I didn't even really drink that much. I just thought it was kind of cool. So I bought a flask and I filled it with whiskey. And it was thank, it was Thanksgiving. Uh-oh. And I had to drive to uh, Johnson City from Austin, which is about, I don't know, an hour, I guess, right. maybe a little more. <coughs> and, of course, you know, all through the drive, I'm taking the flask out of my jacket and taking a sip. By the time I got to my grandma's house, I was fucking wasted, dude. And I re- I remember nothing from that Thanksgiving other than leaning in a door in a in the hallway while everybody was doing their thing, and I was just leaning there, kind of watching everything in slow motion. And then that's it. That's the only memory I have, other than driving there, sipping whiskey out of a flask. So how did you get home, or did you spend the night there? I'm sure I drove home, but I don't remember <laughs> you just it. Don't remember it. Yeah. My worst probably drunk story ever is one time in Austin when I lived uh, across the street from St. Edwards. I was 20, probably 21, I'm guessing. And uh, I went up to my buddy's house. He lived lived up uh, by, let's see, I'm trying to, just by the campus, by the UT campus, right? So we drank a bottle of Yukon Jack and like a dozen beers and smoke some really, probably the first time I ever smoked really good fucking kind bud weed, right? Wow. Not Mexican weed. And I'm like, okay. So he goes in the other room. I decide I'm going to fucking leave. So I leave and I find myself driving the wrong way, not the wrong way down 35, but instead of going south on 35, I'm going fucking north. And I'm like, uh-oh. What? Yeah, I'm going north on 35 away from where I live by St. Edwards. And I'm like, uh-oh, that's not good. So I get off and I turn around and I'm going south on 35, right? 
That's the last thing I fucking remember. I wake up in the morning with like a fucking two broken ribs and beside my bed, not even in my fucking bed, but laying on the floor beside my bed. Yet I had not soiled myself, and I'm very proud of that. Wait, you had broken ribs? Yeah, I had two broken ribs. And Well, I mean, I don't know if they were broken, but they fucking hurt for like three months. So I'm guessing they were at least fractured ribs. So what the hell happened? You don't know. No idea. No idea. I asked my roommate. He's like, no, I have no idea what the fuck happened. No, nope, you wow. didn't do anything here. And I asked my buddy uh, where I was, and I probably like, did I fall over or something? He's like, no, you never fell down or anything. He's like, but you did leave without your shoes on. I just, I like left out of there so quick. I didn't have shoes on, but I had socks on. Damn. So yeah, and I still, that's like an embarrassing moment, I guess, because I, I have no idea to this day how I hurt my fucking ribs. Maybe that guy hurt him. <laughs> no, because I remember leaving his house. I remember everything until I turned around to go south on I-35. That's when I don't remember anymore. I have a similar story, but I, I wasn't as drunk or impaired. My uh, my other band that I was in had a gig in San Antonio, and we drove down there, and it was a stupid shit gig at like a, a college, so there was no booze or nothing. We just Concordia College? What college was it? Oh, I don't fucking know now. But I drove down, and I drove uh, the bass player. Me and the bass player drove down, and I was in my truck. We drove down. We played the gig. It was late as fuck. We got, it's like 1 in the morning. Like, okay, let's go home. And we started driving. And we're driving for about an hour, and I'm like, I don't recognize any of this fucking shit. It's like, where are we at? And it's raining. Well, it turns out I had gone south on I-35 instead of north. So then it took us like four hours to get, well, we didn't get back to Austin until like five in the morning when we should have gotten back at like one or two. <laughs> How far did you drive on 35? Like uh, I don't, an hour in the wrong direction? Two hours in the wrong direction? It was at least an hour. It was at least an hour because it was dark and raining. So until I saw something that I recognized as a thing, I didn't realize that it's not a thing I'd seen before. Right. And then it was like many other things after that that I was like, well, I haven't seen any of these things before. What the fuck? And then I the looked at, I happened to see a sign and I was like, whoa, shit, I'm going the wrong way. And I told him, I was, I was like, hey, I've been going the wrong way for an hour. <laughs> no big like, deal, oh. right, dude? Yeah. And he's one of these guys who doesn't drink and he's sober. Oh, no. And tired and sleepy, so he's grumpy. Oh yeah, and he's not. He's. It's more than acceptable to tell him how grumpy and fucking annoyed he is because he is sober. Yet, so that makes him righteous. <laughs> right? No, actually, he's, he was a pretty laid back guy. He just kind of laughed, and I was like, "Let's head back." I wasn't laughing. I was like, "Fuck, I'm tired." Uh, luckily, my wife has kind of the same story, but it involves my mom. So my wife and my mom go to West Virginia from where I live here in uh, southern Michigan, northern Indiana, for uh, my, my grandma's 95th birthday party, right? And they all, I, I didn't go. I stayed home with, uh, I guess it would have been my dogs at the time. And so my wife and my mom go, and that's like a, that's like a 12-hour drive from where I live now. So my wife and my mom go. And they get to the party, great. They, you know, they go to the party. There's, my mom sees all her sisters are there, and you know, a bunch of cousins. I mean, it's a pretty big party for my for my grandma's birthday. Sure. And my mom gets drunk. Okay. Your mom gets drunk. Okay. Yeah. 
Now, my mom gets drunk because, you know, I mean, my mom's not a drinker. Let me put it that way. My mom is not a fucking drinker. <laughs> so it didn't take much. No, right. Probably one or two drinks, and my mom was feeling good and then not feeling not so good. You know how that, it like, flips a switch on people who don't know how to handle being drunk, really? Yeah, but it's so affordable. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm telling you, probably was one drink. And so they make it back to the hotel. They go to sleep or whatever. And my mom wakes up in the morning, and she's hungover. So she is in a bad mood, right? My wife is fucking stuck with her. My wife's a lovely lady, by the way, for doing this. So she goes, they, they, my mom's hungover. She decides to have some big breakfast, right? She probably okay. heard somewhere that that will help get rid of your hangover. So sure. it's like a, that's like a crapshoot, though. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. It might help. Eh, chances are you're just going to feel even grosser and then be queasy on top of it. That's what happens to me, yeah. Right. Sometimes it's better to have one or two beers and go back to sleep for six hours. So they get in the car, and my mom insists on driving. Right. My mom drives. She drives to visit her sisters all the time. So she like she thinks she's a good driver. And my mom's a, in her defense. She's a, she's a halfway decent highway driver. So they get in the car. Right? <laughs> my wife's like not paying attention. She's reading a magazine or maybe her phone or whatever. And my mom's driving. This is granted. This is a trip my mom has made in her lifetime, probably three times a fucking year for 40 years. OK, driving right. this route, but not hungover. But not hungover, right. Okay, exactly. Absolutely not hungover. So they get <laughs> on the highway, right? My wife's not paying attention, and she, like, kind of nods off for a little bit in the passenger seat and wakes up, like, an hour later, right, uh-huh. and tells my mom she thinks they're going the wrong way. Oh, no. My mom in her hungoverness says, no, we are not. I've made this fucking ch- drive. My mom, by the way, is the nicest lady you would ever fucking meet. She's like, but obviously she's hungover. And you know how that feels. I think anybody listening could relate to how you feel when you're hungover. Oh, yes. So she tells my wife, no, we're not. We're headed in the right fucking direction. You know, I've made this trip eight million times or whatever. And so my wife just kind of shuts her pie hole for a little while. That's what we call it around the house, her pie hole. And uh, so she sits there for another hour, right? And then they see a sign that says Roanoke, Virginia. (laughs) Okay. Okay. And my wife's like, uh, I do think we're going the wrong way. And my mom's like, yeah, I guess we are. And, like, gets all belligerent or whatever. And they, oh, they, no. They, they ended up driving, like, five and a half hours out oh. their fucking way on this trip. Holy shit. That's yeah. awesome. My wife loves to tell that story. And I'm my mom sure loves to hear it. <laughs> I bet your mom does. Yes. I, my mom won't even acknowledge the fucking story to this day. Is that right? Yeah. Wow. And I said, Mom, whenever you're drinking and get drunk, the trick is to drink in the morning, and then you feel fine for at least another eight hours. Yes. I mean, why do, why take the hangover first thing in the morning when you can just take it at bedtime? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You're like, oh, no, I'll just go to sleep. I, I, I prefer crap. to sleep through my hangovers, for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's nothing, dude. It's like, remember when you could drink all night, in, in, like in high school? I don't, I don't even know if you drank in high school. You probably didn't. But remember when you first started drinking? You could drink a fucking bottle of rum, and not even have a fucking hangover the next day. It's not even drinking all night. It's drinking all day. You can start drinking at eleven. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then drink all night. And wake up and feel fucking fresh as a daisy. 
Yeah, no, can't do that now. No, it's like now you just, I don't know if I've damaged my body so much, and it's just like, no, no, you're not getting off that fucking easy. Those ribs are cracked. It's getting right into your marrow. When you're, yeah, when your liver worked at 100%, you know what I mean? And you fucking, your body was made to get rid of stuff. Now it's just a fucking festering farm of chemicals that are, like, waiting to go somewhere. Waiting to be burned in the cremation oven. That's bleak. Is it? Because I thought it was upbeat. So did the cat. Hear the cat? The cat is now saying that it's... It was is the up. cat back? Did the cat open the door? You let the cat out. No, this is a different cat. Different cat? Yeah, this cat was sleeping on the bed, on the chair. Hold the cat up to the camera. I want to see the cat. Uh, all right. This is little one. She wants out now. Oh, that's a cute cat. She's a sweet cat. She really is a nice cat. She looks sweet. All right, little one. Time to go out. You know what her name is? Little one. Well, but really, her real official name is Little Jerry. Are you serious? Yep, I named her. She was still alive when Pisky was alive, so I named uh, her after Pisky because I knew that he was soon to go. So I guess now in a couple of years I'll adopt another cat or a dog and name it Jerry too. So I think of the other Jerry's when I'm talking to the new Jerry. Wow. Delicious. Yeah, I invented that by the fucking way. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, you ever heard anybody else doing that? I doubt it. <laughs> another great fucking double D idea. Like the self. I mean, let's think about this for a minute. I think we could solve the self-clogging toilet issue in the next fucking five minutes. I think you solved it earlier, in less than five minutes. I mean, you really think that's the way to do it? Obviously, you have to close off the pipe that comes back into the toilet, it's like just into a, the room. It's just a, it's the just toilet like a, where the thing sound. It's the thing that just covers it, right? And then you right. force water through it. Or it could even be, maybe there's two. One is a water jet. Yeah. Want, but then maybe one's just a built-in snake in the back of the toilet. You just kind of. Well, you know how they ever seen those water snakes that they have that build up all that pressure? That's all we really need. If you've seen these things that they just build up a ton of pressure, then they reach a point and they spray out super fucking hard. It's like a like a rubber ball. No. That that's what we we need to integrate one of those into the fucking toilet, dude. And all you'd have to do is push a button that lowers the fucking thing. That closes off the deal into the bowl, right? Because you got to mm-hmm. close that off. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. it fucking does this thing that swells up. They swell up in the pipe, right? And then they release, and it shoots a fucking super hard jet of water down. And there, you can buy them at the fucking hardware store for like six bucks. Well, how do we prototype this? Well, we buy a toilet for 99 bucks and drill a few holes. I think we're fucking onto something. Then you just set up a separate water hose. That you push the button, it bypasses that hose, fills up that ball, and fucking blasts the shit out. This is some tuxedo park level shit. It, it really, it is. <laughs> and you know what? It's something that, that, the problem is, Rufus, was that that guy didn't invent anything that the common man could use. Well, you know what I mean, we have invented something that benefits all people. That's true. Without we, you did it. You did. I'm I'm just taking credit for it. You invented You're, it. You know what? You as my sounding board is is exactly what you think I could bring that idea to anybody else and they would understand what I meant. No. I couldn't. No. 
Absolutely not. So uh, we need to look into that. I can't imagine that even would cost that much to put together. You're right. Well, it can't. 99 bucks for a toilet, like you said, and then the apparatus. Right. That's 6 bucks, about fucking $4 worth of hose, and a piece of plastic that we could make a flap that goes over the shithole that, that comes into your toilet. And then we'll go on Shark Tank and have those guys... We'll have every one of the Shark Tank people take a shit in the toilet. Fuck and you. Load Who do you it. think would stuff it up? Load it... Lori. <laughs> I knew you would say that. Only because I, I think she's hot. She's the she first one that comes she's to mind. She's got big tits on her, too. And she doesn't mind wearing a tight dress that calls a lot of attention to her fucking chest. Have you ever noticed that? Oh, I haven't ever Lori's noticed book. that. I, I bought Lori's book on Kindle. Is it a pop-up book? <laughs> I wish it was. Trying to support Lori, and I, I feel like she never really noticed. And her should, feelings. Say something on so Twitter. So I decided not to read the book when she did not email me personally saying, hey, thanks for picking up a copy of the book, Double Z. That bitch. Yeah, so she's dead to me. I'll mention that to her next time I see her. I was going to say, I only see her in my wet dreams. That's weird. I only see her in your wet dreams, too. You know what's weird, dude, is I've never had a wet dream. Is a wet dream a fucking myth? I mean, I I can tell you right now, not as a fucking adolescent, not as a grown man, I have literally never had a fucking wet dream. In fact, I find out when I'm having a sexual dream, I never even have a, uh, I never climax. I I always wake up before the release happens. That must be probably why I've never had a wet dream. Uh, I haven't either. I think it's one of those things that happens to like nerds. Just, like, oh, pee, peeing okay. in the bed, so it becomes Elon like Elon Musk is sleeping in a fucking pile of his own filth every night. Yeah, yeah. He sleeps in a bowl. I wonder how Joe Rogan feels about causing all this fucking controversy. First of all, let me say this: uh, I follow Joe Rogan on Instagram, and I immediately texted a blunt. Joe, really? A blunt? Smoke a fucking <laughs> joint. You do not need to smoke a blunt. Blunts are What's, disgusting. Blunts make your teeth fall out. Really? Is that right? I don't, I don't do because know. They put all these fucking chemicals. I know a kid, nice kid, right? Was smoking a ton of blunts and then all of a sudden started having all those fucking issues with his teeth. And it turns out that those fucking wrappers, you know, you go to the store and there's like 50 fucking kinds of wrappers behind the thing, like buy two wrappers for a buck or whatever, and they're like grape-flavored, fucking vanilla-flavored, cherry-flavored, pina colada-flavored. Have you seen these things? These are cigar wrappers? Yes, yes. No, I, I didn't know you could buy the wrappers. I thought you I thought you, every you just, fucking corner store, because everybody's smoking weed, and they know it now. So they I sell thought, a butt wrapper. They don't even sell the fucking cigar anymore. They just sell the fucking uh, wrapper. Brilliant fucking marketing idea, by the way. It is. Yeah, I mean, I guess if you sell good wrappers. Right. Well, I mean, none of them are good. They're just fucking these treated tobacco leaves, right, with fucking chemicals on them to give them flavors, and they fucking rot yeah. your teeth out. Not that cigarettes alone don't rot your fucking teeth out, but these do it like twice as fast. Awesome. So, yeah, I was disappointed to see that Joe Rogan fucking smoked a blunt. I mean, to me, and I hate to say it, a blunt is like, I don't know. It's so fucking unnecessary. You know, why? Just to be cool? I mean, I can see if you couldn't get your hands on some fucking rolling papers, you would have to smoke a blunt, but then I'm like, just smoke out of a pipe. You don't have to wrap fucking good-tasting weed in fucking tobacco and smoke it. I would think that, from what I know, Joe Rogan, he's a fitness fucking freak. Right. 
he probably is not like going down in the store and getting blunt wrappers. He's got he's something, something that some guy he knows and some yeah, connected to. Yeah, I thought about like, some fucking organic fucking yeah. tobacco leaf or I mean, whatever. He's way, yeah, he's I way into he, this. And that's why it, that's why it kind of caught me off guard, honestly. That he would smoke a blunt. That I, I could honestly say that I was shocked. Because I mean, if anybody wouldn't, I would think that he would be so fucking anti-tobacco. He would say no, no fucking blunts for me. I mean, that's kind of where I'm at, right? I and didn't I, know that, uh... I smoked a blunt one fucking time with a fucking when I lived on St. Edward's Drive, right across from St. Edward's. My neighbor guy Paul, his kid had a couple blunts, and we smoked them. I was 22, probably 23, and uh, I was actually I was 24. I remember now, and we smoked these blunts. We just smoked one blunt. And I had the fucking worst fucking buzz ever because I don't smoke cigarettes, right? So I didn't like the way the fucking cigarette buzz made me feel. And then I got a headache, right? And I'm like, no, never again will I fucking smoke a blunt. See, that's crazy. I didn't know that the uh, the wrapper had the uh, the tobacco in it. I thought it was just for the flavor. Because fucking cigarettes suck. I mean, they're a... Uh, it's like caffeine on crack, if that makes sense. I mean, Ugh, I don't know. Nick, I did not enjoy it that much. I tried to no. start smoking once, and it didn't work out for me. I smoked one cigarette and threw the whole pack out the fucking window of my car. I smoked a long time, and I never, I never fucking liked it. Never. <laughs> you started smoking when we worked at fucking Delaware Subs just so you could get a 15-minute break. Oh, I started smoking before that. Oh, you did? I thought you started oh, yeah. smoking, like, right then. You just looked like such a newbie smoking. I'm like, damn. If he even well, knew how uncool he looked, I almost kicked you out of the band at one point. I would only smoke drinking and drunk because that's the only time you can fucking tolerate it. But at a job like Delaware Subs, when you need to get the fuck out, that's an excuse. That's you know. So that's when I started smoking, like, sober. And that's the first time that I realized. I was like, ugh, what the fuck? <laughs> This is disgusting, but I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to, because I'm hooked. Uh, not because I'm hooked, because I want to get the hell out of the fucking store, because V-Man won't shut the fuck up about Warls <laughs> and Hulk Hogan and his 800-pound fucking wife. Stealing from that place because he was forcing you to. I mean, I can honestly say I never wanted to. If, if B-Man wasn't there, I never fucking scammed the register. Never, not one uh-uh. fucking time. You no know what I mean? Way. I felt like he kind of pressured me into it. Yes. You know, by shoving money in my face and be like, "Here, here you go." And I'm like, "Well, he well, in it. If if I don't take it, he's gonna get it all anyway." In a weird way, I was afraid of V-Man. Not not afraid of V-Man, but afraid of his culture because he lived in a family that was like the yeah. family the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Okay, my question to you is: Now that you've seen pictures of his family, are you still afraid of them? Yes, because are you they're afraid of what so... they might give you if they touch you? I'm afraid of what is in the caves that live under their house <laughs> and what's hanging in the uh, from the meat, the meat hooks in the basement. In the in the basement because they, wow! I mean, his dad was a what an amputee who smoked Paul Malls and just yeah. drove like a Monte Carlo from 1978. And it seemed like by the by what you heard about him, he was always fucking angry and always wanting to fucking hurt people. Uh, v Man and his whole situation just really seemed that 
you used to say it right. You said the V-Man compound, and you're talking <laughs> about like his whole fucking existence, like it was this weird fucking compound. But it, yeah, I get a five from him that he lives in this world that's like the uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Well, you know what, dude? Come to think of it, dude, didn't his wife get fired for stealing from uh, H-E-B? Oh, shit. I don't know. She did. And I, so it was like a family affair. You know? And it, I don't know. He, I mean, I'm guessing that I didn't get every fucking dime he ever stole out of that place or he didn't split it with me. I got to imagine sometimes... I mean, oh, I worked yeah. with the guy for a year before he started sharing his fucking... So, I'm like, man, he's probably making an extra 300 bucks a week. Right? Easy. Easy. And I'm like, where the fuck does it go? Not like he fucking showered regularly or lived in a nice house or fucking... Nope. You know, he didn't have a drug problem. So, I mean, I wonder where all that fucking money went. Shoveling food in his... Oh, oh, my God, you're right. She went to feed the fucking animal. Because she got fired from H-E-B. She couldn't steal food anymore. I know, and at one time, wasn't she was in, in charge of the registers at H-E-B? And I'm like, man, she could probably pull off a pretty big fucking scam back then because there weren't, like, computerized shit as much no. as now. I mean, you're talking old-school Z readings and shit like that that could be thrown in the garbage. Yeah, I feel guilty about taking that money. If I ever make it bigger than I am right now by 50%, so, I mean, it's a possibility, uh, I will pay Dave Tucci back. And you should. You know what? He fired me on the word of a fucking piece of garbage from the only job that I actually ever really liked when I lived in Austin. But that's the piece of garbage's fault, right? Yeah, well, I mean, but it's fucking Dave's fault for listening to him. Yeah, when why would you, why I would you listen to harder than B-Man ever did at that fucking job. If there was, if someone had to work a Sunday alone, they would call me. I'm like, yep, I'll work a Sunday alone. I don't fucking care. You know, you know let's $1,000 doing it. Let's analyze this as smart businessmen. Would you ever, at face value, not even, not even like with a work history at all, at face value, would, would you look at V-Man and be like, I'm going to take your word for everything you yeah, fucking say. Yeah, you look like a guy I could trust. Seriously. No, no. I mean, absolutely Never. not. I mean, that just goes to show you how fucking stupid Dave is. And Man. I'm like, hey, Dave, are you fucking serious? I've been working there, what, three years at that fucking point? Never missed a day of work. And it, he said, B-Man said that you come in hungover. And I'm like, Dave, I don't even work till 4 o'clock in the afternoon most of the time. Who's fucking hung over at 4 o'clock in the afternoon? He's like, good point. <laughs> then, and you know what? And what really makes me mad is that we paid for those fucking beers we drank that night. Yeah. We paid for them. And the ones we didn't pay for, I told Dave, we walked over to the fucking Osco and bought fucking beer because we didn't want to drink your stock. <laughs> How much more honest could we have fucking been at that fucking shithole? <laughs> fucking For the five. I made at the fucking very end. Yeah, it looks like we're going to be able to bump you up a nickel. After a nickel. Oh, dude, I remember getting like a nickel or a dime raise. Yeah, exactly. A dime. A fucking dime. Well, <laughs> after, first of all, you can only get, they'd only allow you to work 29 hours. I still have some <laughs> of my paycheck subs in my office here. Are if you I serious? Five minutes, I could find them. Find one, please. Oh, you don't believe me, do you? I'm so excited to do this. 
think I know right where they are. Well, hurry, because I got to pee. All right, I'm hurrying, I'm hurrying. I said you got a, you've given me like 25 seconds. You got one yet? Hold on, shut the fuck up. <laughs> How about now? You got one? I see the bat. I see them. Yep. Yeah, I remember this thing I used yeah. to pot it sometimes in uh in Real Hampton. The hell is that? I can't see it. My Chivas Regal tin box that I used oh, to. Oh sweet. Oh my god. I just remember the tray underneath the couch. I might have every fucking paycheck stub I ever got from Saint from Delaware Subs in this fucking box. That's insane. It's dark. I can't see it. What? What's the pay? What's the the net? Oh total? my god! All right, two hundred and fifteen dollars <laughs> for what? A, a, Let me see what I was making at the time. Hourly rate five and a quarter. <laughs> five and a quarter. Oh. Oh no! Wait, that was my federal withholding for the year. You know how much this check was for? How much? Eighty-five dollars and thirty cents. Eighty-five dollars. Yep. Wait, and the ink. What's Shanda ink? Remember, it was Shanda ink. You can't, probably can't see it, can you? Oh, Shanda. Yeah, that's for Charlotte and Dave. Oh, because okay. my screen's off. You're not getting any light from my screen. So, uh, okay, 85 bucks. Does it show the uh, the time period? Like, how many hours did you work? Uh, I worked 16 and a half hours, 16 and a quarter. 11, 18, 96, 11, 24, 96. Wow. We were probably living together. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, 96. Definitely. I probably did some real quality work that day. <laughs> you learned a lot from me. I mean, you know what? It was not a bad gig. It was not a bad fucking gig at all. You know, I looked back on a lot of jobs, and it was a really good job. It was, except for, except for V-Man and fucking Aaron Turner. It was a great job. Like, me and you and, and Connor. Connor, yeah. Fucking Richard. awesome. Richard was all right. I don't remember Richard that much. Really? The Mexican guy? Richard Hinojosa. That was his name. Let's see. What else I got in here? Uh, I got this, Rufus. Oh, I shit. These seeds. I got seeds left. Oh, you can't see them. From when I lived in Austin. And I need to grow these in my fucking indoor thing right now. I'm going to grow some of those. Do it. It's like a time capsule. Isn't it awesome, my little box here? Uh, let's see what else is in here. You know what else is in here? If I dig deep enough, I know I can find it, but I don't know if I feel like digging that deep. Is my... Here it is. I found it. What it's is it? A, it is a receipt from Austin City Music. Okay. For $400. Or for No, this one's actually for a payment I made when I put a down payment on that four-track mixer. No shit. Yeah. Wow. That will have to go in the archives because I had to make payments on it. $40 a week, I remember, for like a month and a half. Dude, that is so And I would just cash my check and walk over there from the sub shop. Wow. You should have broken out this box in like the first hour of the show. Oh, I know. There's so much in this box, too. What do we got here? We'll have to go through maybe the box on the next show. Yeah, let's do it. Let's make the show the, the next show a box. Show. I have some hyperslot stuff in here. I would have to imagine. Here's another paycheck. Forty hours at five sixty-five. You got a raise. 
You got a raise. Six I made that week, dude. How much? Two twenty six. Damn. What day? This was six twenty four ninety six to six thirty ninety six. Wow. Damn, I bet we got drunk that night. I'm sure we did on the paps. <laughs> I'm sure we did. <laughs> I got drunk on your paps. Fuck yeah, dude, and you were more than welcome to do it. All kinds of shit in this little box. Huh. I'll have to grow that weed. We'll have to put that on the website. Yeah, do it. I don't know who this fucking guy is. You've got to make, now that you're a, a wizard and all this stuff, you have to make a branded Hypersoft strain. I mean, hyper. Oh, you're right. I agree with that. Uh, you know what? I like the way you're thinking. I will do that. It's hyper and sloth, right? So it gets you thinking creatively, but you're also relaxed. You know how to make it happen. You know. I'll make it happen. I definitely will make it happen. I know the two strains I would cross to fucking do that right now. And I will not say them on this show lest someone steal the recipe for what we shall call hyper sloth and then uh, hyper sloth's widow. So we're looking at you, Elon Musk. We are. We're coming for you. Forget about the right. boring company. We've got the growing company. All right. I'm going to take a leak like a madman. All right. Just pee like a regular guy, though. I will. I'll point into the toilet. <laughs> you know what, dude? Next time that, you're, you're setting up... That's Silver Box, man. Yeah, Silver Foxes are gay. No, the Silver Box. Oh, the Silver it. Box. We oh, have to open the show. With, I want to see what, what what's in that. I can't do it now. We have to open the show with the Silver Box next time because I'm super curious. All right. We can do that. Like I said, there's a lot of pay subs in here. We can go through my whole history at, at Delaware Subs, I bet, right here. How in the world... Uh, you're a better bookkeeper than me. Dude, I still have my St. Edward's ID. My first ever and only St. Edward's ID that I had. Are, are you a hoarder? No. Hoarder. I mean, stuff like that, I'm like, I'm going to fucking hold on to this. So every once in a while I look at it and go, those were the best years. Might as well end it. And then I don't even know what makes me hold on. I think it's this show. I think it's the show that we do together, Rufus. But I digress. Uh, I know the show is not as important to you as it is to me. Oh, come on. I held on to my silver box. Where's your silver box? I smelted it. <laughs> Did you? I Did made a locket out of it. Your back teeth. Uh, I made a locket out of my silver box, and I have a picture of Bannister. In it. Oh, I bet you do. In a lock of his hair, I bet. I uh, put uh, some blue. hair on top of the little heart, so it's actually a little fuzzy redness. <laughs> Tell me he wouldn't be the most awesome fucking, uh, what do they call those guys that have shillelagh? Leprechaun. He should have went as a leprechaun every fucking, every uh, Halloween. Should there be a TV show where Bannister, V-Man, and Aaron Turner live in an apartment together? Oh, my God. <laughs> well, you know what we could call it? The Nut House. <laughs> no shit. Oh, my God. I just. Hard to believe that. I wonder if all those guys are still alive. We know that they are. That's what's scary. That would be the most annoying house in the world. All right, my, oh my bladder. God. All right, Rufus. Thanks for teaming up with me and doing a Saturday night show. I can't see any of the stuff on here, so uh, I'm just going to shut my computer down and see if the screen did just fucking burn out or something. 
All right. Wow, you could see me the whole time. That's no, I couldn't, but I still managed yeah. to hang in there with the show. It almost was kind of interesting to try to do the show without seeing you. Not as much fun, obviously. I think it's useful because, like in a phone call, you you end up talking over each other because there's right. no visual connection. Which I have a problem with anyways, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> you do know. Everybody <laughs> knows it's you and my wife. <laughs> All right, All right bud. Until next Friday, we'll talk to you, folks. Thanks for tuning in to the Hypersoft Happier with the double Z and the big roof. Uh, roof, can you play us out or whatever? I can't. Like I said, I can't seem to do anything, so I can't even play the tagline. Oh, let me yeah. see. I don't even think I have the studio open. Uh, all right, folks. You're just going to have to deal with it. This was the double Z and the roof on the hip Hypersloth Happy Hour. Check us next Friday for show number 301. Yeah, 301. Can you believe it? We went 300 without uh, without any fanfare. So we'll we'll get you at 310. How's that, folks? All right, Rufus. Uh, I'll check you. Till next week.